Hello there, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Confused Breakfast Podcast. Do you remember the pure joy of a trip to the video rental store as a kid? Me. The excitement of walking down the aisles, browsing the names and the artwork, and finally picking out the movie you were going to take home with you. Me. Sure, it's hard to beat the ease of the modern era in streaming platforms where you don't even have to leave your couch, but there was something truly special about making that trip in your dad's 1967 Ford Mustang Shelby GT500, picking a movie out by hand, and watching it when you got home. On this podcast, we revisit and dissect some of our favorite childhood movies from that magical era to see if they still move us the way they did as kids. I'm your host, Mike Schulte. Joining me, as always, two dudes whose cars definitely would not be on this list. Sean Pryor and AJ Vance, how the heck are you? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, as we'll get into it, why are they stealing, yeah. like... Whoa, the- <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, okay. Wait, wait, wait. I mean, my car is equivalent to a, uh, a, a soccer a mom van. Like, what? why? Like, I drive a Ford Fiesta hatchback, and it gets me around. I love that thing. That, that it's car- paid off. The car for me that I got to ride ride to the movie store in for at least a couple of years was, in fact, a 1987 Buick Grand National. <laughs> That's what my dad had, which was, at the time, the fastest production car, like, in the market, yes. Oh, they were just badass. Oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. took a week to make. They it. made them very quickly, much like Anakin's pod, Which is why pod they racer. Suck. No, in fact, it's an extremely fast car. But um, but yeah, you so. got a fast car. You got a fast car. Oh, let's listen to that. Oh, uh, let's have fun. Well, boys, on today's episode, we have ditched Michael Bay to fully concentrate. On Nicolas Cage during our May of Bay Uncaged month-long series, we discuss a movie that, crazy enough, is actually a remake. I don't know if many people knew that. Sean will get to it later. A Mm. movie cast that includes three Oscar winners, just not from this film. Oh. Translated to come in 60 seconds when released in some Greek theaters. God damn it. Oh, no. We're, of course, talking about 2000s Gone in 60 Seconds. Stepping on my bit, man. Damn it. (laughs) There it is. Well, damn dang it. Ladies and gentlemen. It's time for another nostalgic journey to the past with the Confused Breakfast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy wherever you are in the world. Take it away, boys. Thank you. And if you're new to this podcast, we're going to be reviewing Gone in 60 Seconds scene by scene with a modern eye. But the way we like to start is we like to talk about it nostalgically. A lot of these other podcasts are like, I liked it when I was a kid, so that means I still like it. Not here. Nope. Not here. We strip it away because maybe we like it more. Maybe we like it less. But we got to talk nostalgically. I think we're going to go to AJ. AJ, what is your um, uh, initial thoughts of this movie the first time you saw it? What's your rating? Oh, man. This movie, I loved it as a kid. We rented this movie, and then I saw it so many times on TV after this. Like, Gone in 60 Seconds was like a syndication staple of like TNT or wherever. But I remember very specifically renting this and watching it as like with with family. Mm. And I loved this movie so, so much. That being said, <laughs> at the as the time at the time, I hated the introduction. <laughs> so like I was like I was like, oh just just hurry up. <laughs> Get to the cards. Get to the cards. And then they did. And then they do. And then I loved it. And from then on, so this this could have been like a 9.8 or something, but because of that song as a kid, I, I will give this a 9.5. 
four. Okay. Nine point four, Sean. What about you? I saw this in the damn theaters. You know it, boy. Me and my friend Jordan went and saw this. Uh, his grandma would take us to radar movies all the time. Cool. I don't know if this is radar. Is this how this can be? I think it's probably PG thirteen. Yeah, but uh, PG fifteen. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, she would take us a bunch of movies, and we'd have a great time. And uh, we we just loved everything we saw. I mean, during that era, you got you know Blade and um, uh, you know what, movies like and- Matrix. Con Air was there as well. Um, we loved it, and uh, we loved it every time we saw it afterwards as well, and um, kind of made us heterosexual men by watching Angelina Jolie and this <laughs> as well. Um, and then yeah, wanna, it made us want to buy like locksmith stuff to like get into cars. <laughs> locksmith stuff. Yeah, from most Bug- people like learn how to like change oil. So I was like, I want to learn how to break into yeah. a car. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> my mom got Bud K magazines. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I would, Bud K. Those and be like, hell yeah, I want to get one of them. Let's get one of these lockpick kids. Yeah, mail it. Like, we're not gonna get you that. Uh, I loved it. Yeah, we already I'm, got you a trench coat, kid. <laughs> we're, like, we're not getting you. <laughs> I'm gonna say a nine point one. Damn, awesome. nine point one for Sean. <laughs> Uh, I feel like this was one of the first um, movies where it was like vital that you owned this on DVD. Oh, everyone, yeah. and this is when you're starting to build your DVD collection. Everyone has this movie on DVD. I did not. I do remember seeing this for the first time in college. One of my roommates had it because uh, everyone moved into the house together. Everybody's like, I got my God in 60 seconds. I got my God. In and we, we had him there and there was like five of them. Uh, I was re- I was not and really am not into cars. Cars is not my thing. Like, uh, I, I have a lot of friends that are like, oh, but it's this, and oh, it's got this horse. I'm like, that's cool. <laughs> is, <laughs> d- does it get me to where I go? I need to go. Is it comfortable? It sounds good to me. So this movie was like, yeah. I think I watched it once or twice and just said that's not for me. I, mm. I'm going to give it just kind of a six, nostalgically. Mm, wow. Just sort of, eh. We do have executive producer David Gould on the show today. He says, gentlemen, I, David Gould, proud executive producer of the Confused Breakfast podcast, have a confession to make. Uh I always back the wrong horse. I root for pathetic sports teams. I loved my Zune instead of an iPod, (laughs) Beekman's World instead of Bill Nye, and WCW over WWE. Whatever it may be, I always seem to pick wrong. And because of this track record, it may become clearer why I can honestly say I loved Gone in 60 Seconds more than The Fast and the Furious. Seeing this movie for the first time, I was enthralled. Maybe it was the opening theme song, Muscle Cars, Nicolas Cage being Nicolas Cage, or Angelina Jolie's wig. Maybe it was the storyline of a brother's love being a brother's love. But the best answer I can gather is Hometown Pride as the original 1974 cult classic film was produced, written, directed, and starred H.B. Halicki. A man born and raised in my hometown, giving me hope that one day I could get out into the world and create. My nostalgic rating will have to be a 9.25. I apologize. I brought this down. (laughs) How could you? But that is still high. That is an 8.44 nostalgically. So if you're going to look at that in anything we've ever done, uh, that's top 10. That is number nine on the list. That is just better than Three Ninjas nostalgically. (laughs) Just worst than the Mighty Ducks nostalgic. Wow. That is where we're putting this movie. Big I, th- company. This there. could have been, hey, you take me, let's do this. You take me out of here. This is a 9.25. That slides into number four. Wow. So Damn. I, I, you know, I apologize, but you guys feel very highly about this movie. Let's see how we feel when we break it down scene by scene. So first, got we got to talk about the important, pertinent details of the movie. Sean's got it. Let's hear it. I don't know why, but there's not much on these Jerry Bruckheimer movies. You got to really dig deep for these. I don't know which why. is why I stepped on your bit in the intro because yeah. I'm like I don't know yeah because uh, <laughs> sounds interesting it, it'll it'll come to light right here soon <laughs> produced by no. Jerry Bruckheimer Jonathan Hensley and Mike Stenson 
Written by uh, Scott Rosenberg, based off the script by H.B. Helicky. Cinematography by Paul Cameron, who also did Swordfish, uh, Man on Fire, and Collateral. We got to do Swordfish. I, we got to do all three of those. <laughs> okay, let's just those do them all. Those are great movies. Uh, edited by Chris LeBenzen and Tom Muldoon. Music by Trevor Rabin. Directed by Dominic Senna. Uh, did a bunch of music videos. Did a lot for Janet Jackson, uh, Sisters of Mercy. He did uh, Little Lies by Fleetwood Mac. And he also directed Swordfish and Season of the Witch with Nick Cage. Mm. Cast, Nicolas Cage, Angelina Jolie, Giovanni Ribisi, TJ Cross, William Lee Scott, Scott Kahn, James Duvall, Will Patton, Delroy Lindo, Timothy Oliphant, Chai McBride. Christopher X. Eccleston, Vinny Jones, Grace Zabriskie, Robert Duvall, and Master P. <laughs> Options for How the dare remake. dare you save him for last? <laughs> <laughs> Options for the remake of Gone in 60 Seconds had started even before Con Air had started filming. It was while on set and filming for Con Air that Jerry Bruckheimer approached writer Scott Rosenberg with the concept of Gone. Rosenberg thought it was the coolest idea he had ever heard and got to writing. I mean, think about it. He's, he just approached me. He's like, there's a gang of, there's a gang of thieves. But there's also another gang. There's also another gang, but there's a gang of thieves, and they have to steal 50 cars in one night. I would be like, fuck yeah, dude. Fuck We're yeah. doing Let's that. Let's do it. <laughs> Early on, the producers and writer knew they wanted the kid brother to be the catalyst and ultimate fulcrum of the plot. The title was translated to "Come in sixty seconds" for Greek audiences, <laughs> which makes a lot of sense. Real, real I, I like that joke. Do it again. The title was translated to "Come in sixty seconds" for Greek audiences. Oh my god! <laughs> Can you believe that? What a bunch of idiots over there! This wasn't a porn remake. This is just the real thing. <laughs> I hate it. We're, we're having a good time. <laughs> Gone in 60 Seconds was released in theaters on June 9th, 2000, and on a budget of 90 to 103 million. We're not sure. The film made 237.2 million at the box office. As I'm told you, there's not much. I, not I got much. one interesting thing for you. I didn't know if you had seen this or not, um, but I figured it's pertinent for this. the The film trailer was narr narrated by Melissa Disney, uh, and she. It's widely considered that this was the first female trailer narration voice uh. in this movie which is interesting because you don't think you don't think that it's a male dominated thing because you're just like oh that's just the trailer but you watch this trailer and you're and you're like something's different about this and you don't really know why it's like it's a female voice and huh. she was one of the first ones to ever do it kind of a cool thing lottie should do oh. voiceovers for trailers if we ever yeah. do a movie um lottie's gonna do our, yeah. our film trailer yeah, yeah. Tight. Tight, tight 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 well, everybody, we appreciate you being here. Um, we're just three dudes trying to make some content. We're putting podcasts out in the world. We're so happy that you're here listening to us. But we have two things you can do to help us along. A call to action, if you will. Uh, number one, you got to get out there. You got to give us a five-star rating on your uh, on your podcast platform, write a review. It, it never fails. About once every two months, we get a, a TikTok video goes off. The trolls start coming out being like, everyone knew that... James Bond was in The Rock. Everyone knew yeah, this. Everyone knew that this. means your podcast is garbage. Yeah. They'll give us a one star. I was, looking, I was looking on uh, on Instagram today, and this that said there was a hidden comment, and the hidden comment was because it was profanity, and it was because they were calling us idiots, and we should die, yes. and everything. And I'm like, oh, oh wow. So what we need from you is oh, to wow. counteract counteract it. You can even say funny, mean shit about us, but just give us a five star. That's all give us a five star. Say something nice. And the most important way that you can actually uh, support this podcast is 
is to join us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Confused Breakfast. Weekly bonus audio, private Discord, movie votes. We talk about a lot of fun stuff. We're going to do a deep dive on Nick Cage here on our Patreon episode. We did a deep dive on Michael Bay a couple weeks ago. You will love it. If you love us, you'll love Patreon, and you're directly sponsoring the podcast. Yeah. You're you're sponsoring us. You're a sponsor of the show. Can you believe it? Well, up next, we got AJ. He did the research for us, gives us the ratings reviews from critics and fans alike. What do you got, man? Oh, God. Tomato meter, Mikey. Mikey, tomato meter. <laughs> we, we had this joke planned, and then you had a new intro You planned. were out of the room, and we were God. like, do it to AJ. <laughs> okay, do, do it again. Okay, try, try oh, it again. I thought I had a great... I thought I had a great. I thought that was going to be a no, lot of fun. We're not. We're not. Yep. No, just go into it. Twenty-five percent. I know. I, know I, I feel you. Once you come up with like, oh, that's going to be a great bit. You're like, wow. someone already has something in mind. You know. It's so weird. how about this? How about this? What were we gonna do? The tomato meter. Tomato meter. <laughs> okay. That's what we. That was gonna. So that was your joke. So, 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 so that way you could completely kibosh. What I thought, okay. I didn't know you had a joke. It sucks, I told doesn't it? you about it. <laughs> it sucks. Don't worry, you'll get me later. It's fine. I got you both. You'll get okay. me. Okay. Well, 25% on the tomato meter splat. That is fifth from the bottom of any movie we've done. I'll wow. say it right now, because I've been dying to say it since I watched this movie and saw that that was the rating. That is way too low for this. It's such a shock. That is so fucking low. Well, I, just for reference, yeah. too, it's not it's not the greatest span that we've had, but it's a pretty large span between what what are the fans? About 77%. So, mm. so that, I mean, anytime you see that big of a discrepancy, someone's wrong. Right. And yeah. it's the critics. That uh, fifth from the bottom, that the critics think this movie is slightly better than The Mighty Ducks, slightly worse than Heavyweights of any movie we've done. Wow, is what the, is where they feel this movie goes, and I don't agree with that. I, I don't agree. Those with are that two like kids' funny movies, and this is like no. Nah. I mean, I mean, yeah, we are comparing them because they're out with the movies <coughs> that we've done. Yes, but even Heavyweights is not that bad it, at it, all. No, it, definitely. I'm sure that's like a tough year. Like critics <laughs> are critics are seeing a lot of great things it's this true. year, right? Maybe that plays. Obviously, it's got to play a part in it. But 25. It's just way too low, in my opinion. 6.5 on IMDb. That's still mm. bottom 10 yeah, of anything crazy. we've done. That is tied with, weirdly enough, the Santa Claus and Home Alone. Wow. <laughs> For any movies we've done. Dude, it's, that's so weird. 6.5 is a bad movie on um, IMDb. Yeah, that's tragically bottom, bad. Bottom 10 of all movies. We've done like, what, 150? 140 or something okay, like that. Yeah. Man, I'll give you some critics here. Uh, down at the bottom, uh, Baltimore Sun and Hornaday gave it a 38 out of 100 and just simply called it a brain softener. <laughs> 50 out of 100 from the Miami Herald. In the end, for all its autoerotic flair, Gone in 60 Seconds is missing a money shot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, come in 60 seconds, oh. wasn't <laughs> Yeah, see? Redeem myself. Hey! I redeem it. it. <laughs> all right. All I think right. that's a great start. <laughs> right. Love it. This is good. Yeah, we're having a good time. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> Whew, I feel great, dude. How, however, <laughs> Chicago Tribune, uh, Michael Wilmington gave it an 88 out of 100. Nice. One of the best of its streamlined, overproduced, double- Double clutch kind, a high speed, slicker than slick car chase movie with unexpected deposits of character and comedy. That's beautiful. I think that's a great way to describe it. It totally encapsulates it. Encapsulates. Encapsulates. Um, I'm not going to read this entire one. However, I think that this is, for some reason, this caught me off guard and I loved it. Um, this is a five out of 10. Not a big fan. Um, <laughs> this is in 2022. 
that um, T-O-N Angeletti said, these kinds of films encourage our youth to depravity, I f- to depravity, I feel. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to read this, and then I'm just going to leave it be. Okay. The primary character is a valley girl, a girl of privilege who has been sheltered her whole life, never wanting for possessions, never being disciplined, never being loved. One day, she is having some friends over. These are similarly, similarly dead. Purpose, or similarly, de- similarly dead, purposeless people. Apparently, Bruckheimer has a fixation on this crowd. Drugs, sex, thin profundities. Then she encounters some guys stealing her Cadillac SUV. <laughs> the encounter proves thr- thrilling. This is, a, I, this is a review of Valley Girl. <laughs> Fast forward. Go ahead. No, no, I, I see where I finally see where you're going with this. I'll let this. I'll let, okay. Fast forward. She has left her riches, become a homeless prostitute and an addict. She seeks the thrills of car theft to recapture that one moment of escape. In that pursuit, we see her. We see her here joining a car theft ring composed of a bunch of morons. <laughs> this is underscored by using the same crowd of goofs to stand for both the current and past gang. She needs to take stuff to validate her life. That needs to transcend the drugs, sex, and will. There is a side plot about fraternal fidelity that builds the context for the mechanics of how gangs substitute for family. Now I feel like we're getting to fast. What is going we, have on? To, this, we need a full that, episode to dissect this review. Is that like is that a combination of Valley Girl and Girl Interrupted? The, well, no, I think okay, so maybe AJ knows like they're talking about the girl at the party. Yeah. They're talking about the kids at the party where they steal the <laughs> in this movie, and she oh. goes, Oh, they're stealing her car. Like call the police, they're stealing car call security. They're they're strictly referencing wow. that girl. <laughs> That was awesome. In other words, this is a breathless, breathless. It <laughs> preaches the thr- that thrill-seeking kills the mind and saps the spirit, and it does so by wrapping its message in thrills. Pretty intelligent like this. You know. <laughs> That's great, though. People see different. People see movies different. Yeah. You know. Some people like and see a man. Some people hate it. He really related to that. I, I, you know who was probably at that party? Steve Kuser. Steve Kuser. <laughs> I'm going to read through this one quick because uh, this is a this is a great one uh, for the nostalgic touch. Ten out of ten. Timeless classic. This is one of those movies that I can watch uh, once a year or once in a while, knowing all the scenes and dialogues by heart. It's just it just doesn't get old and brings me joy every time I watch it, and reminds me of the good times I had when I was in high school. I can still taste the Corona beer and Doritos. <laughs> Hell yeah. Sitting in my parents' basement, which had which had a very mild, damp, moist smell, <laughs> watching this movie with my cousin. Mild, damp? <laughs> mild and damp. Damp means more than mild. Go ahead. You're right. <laughs> uh, sitting with my cousin, admiring Nick Cage and saying, God, how hot Angelina Jolie is. Sean, right? This <laughs> This is what a great movie should do for you. Not all movies should be Oscar worthy. Definitely giving this one a, a definitely give this one a go. If you haven't, you won't be disappointed. Um, guys, I have one last one, okay. and I think okay. this is a very important one because uh, we recently received a wonderful photo. Oh, yes. correct, <laughs> right? Yes, we did. And who is the name of that individual? Oh, geez. the the name. <laughs> I'll tell you what it is. Then you have it. It's Wavy G. Yes, Wavy. All G. right, Wavy G. You did it. You got your IMDb review in 
for us to read. Oh, and here wow. it is, guys. Are you serious? Wavy G, who sent us the great uh, Michael Bay yes. movie poster. We will post that up. Also wrote this, and he gave it a 10 out of 10. Uh, best movie about stealing cars and cars, cars with girls' names. <laughs> <laughs> Warning, spoilers. Uh-oh. This is May 10th, 2023. Seven out of seven. <laughs> <laughs> I freaking love this movie, man. Nicholas Cage, uh, Nick, Nicholas Cage is. There are so many funny parts and also great crashes and explosions. What's up with the hair in this movie? <laughs> Angelina Jolie has white girl dreads, no shaming, and Giovanni Ribisi looks like he has Elmer's glue in his hair. <laughs> Was that a trend in 2000? Yes. Nicholas Cage has blonde highlights on top. Yes. That was definitely a trend in 2000. <laughs> so does Will Patton. <laughs> yeah, uh, the title is very peculiar. Gone in 60 seconds? What kind of name is that? I mean, I get it. They are, warning spoilers, car thieves, and they have to steal them really fast to pull off this job. Wouldn't Fast and the Furious be a better title for this? <laughs> <laughs> had that movie already been made? Hasn't had that movie already been made to, yet at this point? Also, this movie has a theme. I think. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, also, this movie has a theme of using women's names as cars. This is a great idea because the cops won't know what you're talking about over the radio waves. Okay, boys. Now, now, next up, we're gonna go steal Julia. <laughs> it still yeah, sounds very. It's nefarious. actually worse. It's human trafficking. So we're really, we're really gonna go after the, the the most literal you can be with human trafficking, traffic cars. Thank oh you. my oh, goodness! We didn't think about that. <laughs> Nothing to worry about there, right, cops? Anyways, <laughs> they steal 50 freaking cars, and there's a great car chase culminating with a jump over a traffic jam. Why didn't I ever think of that? <laughs> Action-packed joyride, plus lots of love, and seven out of seven stars. This movie rocks. Nice. Thank you, Wavy G. That's all Yeah, you make some great fan art or whatever art <laughs> yeah. for us. You will get, you'll get your thing. Thank you for you putting that on IMDb. I found it. I love it. Well, boys, we need to boost 50 cars in the next 72 hours. They may not be 10-second cars, but they're hard to find nonetheless. Assemble the crew, crank up the techno music. You should stick around because a little bit later we're going to make s'mores and sing Kumbaya. Okay, let's ride. Alright, so scene one. Car thief Kip Rains works with his gang to steal 50 high-end cars for gangster Raymond Kalitri. After stealing a Porsche 996 from a showroom, Kip leads the police to his cruise warehouse, forcing the thieves to flee. Detectives Castlebeck and Drykoff impound the stolen cars and open an investigation. Atlee Jackson pleads with Kip's older brother Randall Memphis Rains to help out. How bad is this Photoshop? Oh, no. That's uh, a day. It's, it's like... It's rough. Like if you if you don't know what we're talking about this whole first of all this fucking intro it goes on forever. This goes on is forever. the worst intro. Is this worse than speed we, though? Yes. I don't know. See, I don't think it see, is. See, I I hated it as a kid, and now I've come back around because I really do like that song now. It needs and I think two it songs. builds up a lot. Does it, it needs really two songs. It needs two songs to get through the entire thing. <sighs> oh man, it's it's a lot, but but I think. I think what's worse out of this whole thing, not the green sepia tone, 
It is the Photoshop, Mike. <laughs> they're they're like, and someone got paid a lot of money to do that, and they were like, "Wow, that's awesome! This is, wow, <laughs> this looks really Nick, good." They saw that. This looks like, looks like Nick Cage. I mean, it's I mean, spitting image. I, I, look at that. And now, and like, they had to use like massive like art things and computers and five people. I could do a better one on my phone in five seconds right now. <laughs> yeah, that's how crazy technology has come along since yes. then. But like this this intro. I have a question. Why, why, why do we have to put credits to start movies? Is like, why does that have to happen? Why can't we just do it all at the end? I don't know. Is um, that a rule? No, it's not a rule because we've we've seen movies that do it strictly at the end and don't do it in the beginning. I like it because I'm a nerd and I like to see okay. like the cinematographer and I'm like, oh, do I recognize them or not? Because I'm a nerd. You're yeah. a nerd. But yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's no like. I don't think there's any reason. I think that's actually a great question. I'm 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 surprised it took us this long to uh, ask it, <laughs> because you're 100 percent right. Like this takes so long, and you're just sitting in the theater. You finally made it. Yeah, the, the, the trailers are over, and you're like, "Here we go." And then you still have five minutes of just going, "Yeah, we we know bring we gotta we gotta bring Sally up and bring her down. We know. Okay, Moby, let's go, Moby. Come on, guys, let's move. And if it if it was building and building and building, because that song does a very good job of that, right? It like brings in those symphonic moments at the end, and it's building and building and building, and then it focuses in on the car that they're basically about to steal, and it's like, okay, that built for not a, like a lot of silence. Like it didn't build towards anything. No, my inkling is uh, that it could be that like they had a deal with the uh, publishing company of those two songs yep. and had to cram them in there somewhere. So they're like, we'll just make it an extended intro credit scene and put those songs in there. So the publishings are happy and everything. But yeah, I mean, that's my only thing that I could think of yeah. for, for it being that long, but it's like also uh, like a rear window kind of thing. Like you learn all about the main character within pictures kind of in the, though, right? in the beginning, but you don't like not in <laughs> You're this. like, Oh, there he is. But now like, he's older in Hitchcock's rear oh. window. It's like, like, <laughs> I you know, if, yeah. you it's under, not back to the future you where you learn so exactly. much. Shit. You understand exactly why he's like wheelchair right. bound and that. And, but we don't need any of this. Like we like all. All it's saying is that they're brothers. Yeah, <laughs> within oh, those pictures, hey, it's, they're brothers and they've grown up. And uh, they've they've grown up. Stuff. That's their mom, by the way. Oh yeah. Well, maybe um, I don't know. Well, well, that's a good point. We haven't what actually if, what said anything aunt, about What if their aunt raised them because their parents died? Correct. You're, you know what? You're right. It's like <laughs> we could have waited to see mom till we got to the diner. We didn't know. We didn't need to know about all this. I'm telling you, if you didn't know who Moby was in 1998. You sure as shit know who Moby is by 2001 or two because mm. you could not make a movie in 2000 or 2001 without a Moby song from that. That album, pretty prolific album, what was called Play or something like that. I like, wasn't a Moby listener. It, well, I mean, like you ha you kind of had to buy that album because it had like all these songs, the beat, that, that song in the beach, you know, eh. Isn't that how it goes? It's like pretty piano. And just <laughs> Someone out there is probably like, yes, yes, he's right. It does do I think you're thinking of Enya. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't, that doesn't even ring a bell. And that song Craig's is, laughing. I feel like Craig knows the song I'm talking about. Is, is the song just like a one big sigh? Yeah. <laughs> 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 like doing a, it. Like we're going to fucking not realize it <laughs> you guys seriously don't know what song I'm talking about? fucking play the song. All right, just hold on. Just hold on. Fucking bring it up. Whatever, dude. Right, keep, keep doing it, because I... Listen. Hold on. Listen, listen, listen to my noise. 
God damn, we'll cut this out. We have to get to the punchline. Don't cut this out, Frank. Don't even fucking cut this. It's like towards the end. Here it comes. I swear, right now. I swear, right now. There we go. And just just like gone in 60 seconds. Intro credits didn't need to be there at all. Some could say that bit didn't even need to be in this show. Oh, but it's going to be because of you. See, see, see I, I got you guys. You got me. I'm I so think sorry. I'm going to move the belt over to Mike, even though it wasn't on purpose. Because I think, honestly, this means the joke's on Mike. Uh, <laughs> I'm just the butt of every joke. I'm just trying to talk about my love for Moby and Moby. veganism. Oh, God. Let's get back on track here. Huh? Well, <laughs> the only Obi I know is Obi Trice. Oh, from that from that time period. I need uh. to get my tool. I need to get my tool. That ain't a tool. That's a damn brick. <laughs> like mirror man, Dave. Like wish Dave Chappelle. Yeah, is that who this guy is? Yeah. Um, that is, is that's the way it feels. And then you've got um, not Fred Frev. His name's Fred. Freb. Freb. Freb or Frev. Freb. Freb. Yeah. Yeah, they, with a B. Yeah, he couldn't spell his name. He, he right. He <laughs> reversed the D. Right, and now they call him Freb. It's uh, it's this burf is backwards. Burf. <laughs> they talk about this. Let's let's fast forward a little bit. They're going through after they leave the warehouse. After they kind of get busted, they get mm-hmm. caught. Right, and they're like, these are not. Honda Civics. These are professionals. These are three uh, Mercedes that they call unstealable. Go back in time. He's throwing bricks through fucking <laughs> rind- windows, and he's street racing with a stolen car. These are not this. This guy is not a professional. No, no. He's he's definitely like you get. Well, once Nick Cage like starts protecting him and starts getting like back into his life, he's like, okay, I should calm down. Like, but he seems yeah. like unhinged, and he seems like he shouldn't be on this crew, especially with Will Patton. He's living in his brother's shadow yeah. too. Like everybody's like, well, you're not as good as your brother was, and so he's like, well, I got to get super crazy and do crazy things. Comes with the clout up, of the name. Yeah, yeah. He pulls up on that couple too, and he says, "You're so talented. I love you." What? Like, what? Where did any of that come what from? What are you talking about? And does and just guys, it doesn't work. <laughs> Don't <laughs> Say, do that. Saying you're talented doesn't work. Don't do that to women. Don't even say that to like a musician. No, no. that is truly talented. Just don't say it. Don't say mm-hmm. it. They hate it. They they don't like <laughs> they don't like praise. Exactly. Um, I just there's all everything about this screams like unprofessional, not good at their job. <laughs> They've taken shortcuts all the way through this. Like even the the keys, you yes. know, you got to get the keys, and they go through a guy, a dealer, whatever connection, and the the manufacturer. Even that's not a very good plan, because there's a there's going to be a paper trail. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It's like very frustrating at this point. Did you one, also? Oh, sorry. Just one little little uh, thing. One of them says, uh, "Why well, you need to be somewhere else?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm missing Jerry Springer." That and, that was a line. That, uh, yeah, and, that uh, went. And aren't we all? Mm. Oh, moment of silence. All right, R.I.P. Man. Jerry, Jerry. All right, all right. Sorry. Well, he says uh, they get to the garage and uh, Atlee Jackson, which is Will Patton, um, is like, oh, Porsche 902 or 960 or whatever. He's like, zero to 60 in 5.2 seconds. It's like, doesn't that seem slow? Seems. Do, I mean, am I, am a, I weird? Maybe for a production car. Okay. At the time. This is an exotic car. I mean, I know that that's very fast, but yeah. like, 
fucking that that taxi cab we were in in, in Long Beach <laughs> to go to Bert's house was a fucking Tesla. Yeah, and that's like that's like zero to sixty in two seconds. It's, it is. I rode that Velocicoaster. I went back and looked at the the launch. It's zero to sixty in two seconds. Okay. So and, so you're like shit. That's more than double the amount of time. Yeah. Listen, zero, one thousand, one, one thousand, <laughs> two, one thousand, three, one thousand, four, one thousand, five. That's that seems like a long time. It's a, a while. Time. <laughs> to, to like, really, especially like wasting podcast time. That's a long time. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and, hey, hey, can we can we specify at least for myself? Uh, I don't know shit about cars. I know nothing. Yeah. About and I know, either. and I have a feeling I understand why there was that disparity. Uh, disparaging between critics and fans. This feels very like the people that love this movie f- probably fucking love cars. Yeah, so or much. like car movies for sure. Yes. because it's all it's car porn. Like it at, is. at this yeah. point, you know, because they have the list of fifty cars, and like I get excited looking at that. Like I get excited looking at beautiful cars. Obviously, like do you, are you are you excited by like I, I used to like yeah I used to have like a ma- like a cool magazine yeah. that had exotic like I really like the exotic ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I definitely bought a Lamborghini poster at the book Everyone. fair. You have I mean, to. come on, Diablo, right? Yeah, Diablo, or Kun- yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know anything about cars. Uh, <laughs> it was a Ferrari. In fact, in fact is it Porsche or Porsche? Porsche. Porsche. Just Porsche. Porsche. We're Porsche. Say Porsche. I bet somebody's gonna be like, "You fucking idiot!" It's Porsche. It's like it's like paper mache, por- paper por- Porsche. 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 Okay. Porsche. Yeah. okay. Timothy Oliphant and Delroy Lindo as this uh, cop team. This cast is insane. It is, man. I think that they're a great cop duo. I would. I want to see another movie with them in it. Delroy Lindo is so fucking good. He yeah. should have won an Oscar for *The Five Bloods* that came out in 2020, I believe. Mm. Uh, his best performance of all time, and obviously we love Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, big fan. <laughs> the, yeah, I think though with Timothy Oliphant, I think he f- he's very non-memorable in this movie to sure. me. He is. He's so good in the things he's in. In this movie, it just feels weird. It feels like he's just sort of like throwaway. He's even he, more memorable in Scream Two. He's not. Right? He's not like. Um, I, I feel like this is before, and maybe they downplayed him a little bit. He's not like the ultra handsome, super okay. fit seeming guy. He's mm. he's. It seems like an early role of his, and and like there are even points that I can't tell if he's like making kind of making fun of stuff. He kind of throws out like this little southern accent every now yeah. and again. That just happens, and you're like, I can't tell what you're doing, but I do love it because you he he plays a little bit of a a bumbling number two cop pretty well. Man, they're not even gonna they're not even, when you get out of prison they won't even have cars. All they <laughs> flying around in little spaceships. That'll suck. It's got a Matthew McConaughey. It's got a Matthew. That's what he does. Like he just throws out this little southern accent here and there. I yeah, can't tell weird. he's okay. doing a bit, and it's like it's weird. There are some good moments. Yeah, did, he, he has these. Mo- he has moments. Did you read that thing about Timothy Oliphant? Um, it was in it was in IMDb. So you never know how true it is, but he was the studio's first. First choice to play Dominic Toretto. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh Can you God. imagine the different trajectory that his life might have had, or potentially the Fast and the Furious franchise may not have had the same trajectory? He, Dominic Toretto is Vin Diesel. Yeah, like, in a tank top with a with a cross necklace and a Corona. And a corona? He would have know. been. He would have been maybe. He would have done maybe two of them, and then he would have been out. See, okay, there you go. He wouldn't, he, was, he wouldn't have gone on forever. Yeah, because Tarantino's calling, you know, Scorsese's oh. calling. Like, like, he's going to go do those movies. And yeah. no no offense to Vin Diesel at no. all, because he's worked with Spielberg and shit. So, yeah. you know, but he's just Dominic Toretto. Yeah, he is. What do you think about, what do you think about Will Patton 
as Atlee Jackson in this movie. I think he's great in everything that he's in. I mean, he's never like really outstanding. We saw him in Armageddon. Yeah. We like him. We like him there. I like him in this movie. It's just it's ne- it's never like. Oh, I wish it would be somebody else. I'm like, yeah, Will Patton. Hey, oh, it's Will Patton. <laughs> first time, first time watching this, you know, I think, or you know, you feel that he is somebody who could maybe turn at any moment, and then once you've okay. seen this movie a couple of times, then uh, and you obviously know after the first one, he, you know, he doesn't, but he does have that feeling of him. It's like, can we go somewhere to talk? It's like he's got that little yeah. bit of like. Uh, <laughs> Bad guy casualness. I might kill you when we go there. Yeah, like I might kill you when we get someplace. <laughs> I thought that we're going someplace to talk. It gets you something cold to drink, you know, that kind of thing that he's doing. And it's, and then, then he's like, no, we were a team. Yeah. Me and Reigns, we were a team. And I wish they would have been a little bit more clear and present about how he's like injured. He's like kind of, he's got this leg injury or something. Yeah. Because he only alludes to it. You barely ever see him really walking around much. He's walking with a limp, and I, it took me forever to realize that. He was cast, like, literally three days before they started shooting this. What, serious? Yeah, they like uh, they needed someone, like, right right before they started shooting. So uh, I think Bruckheimer called him because like, Armageddon and, you know, all, all his team pretty much. Um, I think Armageddon was after this, right? Uh, it was before this. Okay, 98. Cool. I think, um, so, yeah, he's just calling up his buddy. He's like, hey, will you do this movie? And he's like, I... Can I, I need time to like get get into my character. Like I'm supposed to be driving right. Do I do I have like highlights in my hair? I don't know why that's a thing. <laughs> do I have highlights? Do um, I slick it back with Elmer's glue? He's soul like, patch, so how do I get into character? He's like on camera. Come come to Long Beach right God now. He told he told him to get into character basically on camera. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He, the dialogue's kind of shitty for his character in in this one scene. <clears throat> he just repeats everything. Yeah. <laughs> he goes. He's he's jammed up. Jammed up bad. Jammed up. Jammed up bad. He's bad. Real bad. Real he bad. said those are two different times where he's like, you can just go, he's jammed up bad. He's, he's scared. You, know, you have to say he it. scares the hell out of me. Real bad. Oh, okay. Real bad. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, you said it twice. That really like, means it. And then Nick Cage is sitting there. It's just like, he's jammed up bad. Oh, real bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, real bad? You... Well, and I should, I'll upend my life as a go-kart instructor. I was Well, I... Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say, like, what's the what is this? And and does it always look like this in Long Beach? Does it always look like there's just like like they're living in a chemtrail? Like, is that what this fucking town looks like? Is just I have green? been to Long Beach and yeah, that seems it's, to be what it is. Yeah, Jesus, I do. I do. like reflecting off of swamp gas that comes on. Down. Like, what's going on? I do like the look of this movie. Like, I know it's, it is very like sleek looking. You know, yeah. because the guy who shot this did Collateral. I love that movie. The way yeah. it looks and um but yeah you're right i mean it's that like early 2000s like <laughs> burnt almost yeah. like slicked in oil look yeah. that all these movies had especially brock iron movies he how how frustrating must must it be for him to watch kids drive <laughs> what kind of hell did he put himself into that he's just like he's like trying to teach these kids and he even says he's like i don't know what the hell that was it was not driving and it's just like he's technically just, it was like, i mean that's he's behind the wheel pressing gas or yeah. like a, a something to <laughs> activate the battery like technically he was driving he's just not doing it up to your par right plus he's a little kid give him a fucking break maybe a yeah. little bit no no <laughs> See, that's the problem. He gave him the brakes, uh, and he didn't. He didn't use them. Uh, didn't use them properly. Yeah, okay. See, Ugh. I we always have these moments where things have become pop culture, and it's been a part of pop culture for a long time. Where you wonder where it started, 
We've had a few of those moments. I am wondering if um, what, uh, Scott Kahn, mm. uh, he's Tumblr. Oh, oh. When he when he says the stranger, yeah. I'm wondering if this is the first time that was ever. Yeah. I feel like this is the first time I ever heard because the only other time was like Chappelle show, right? Or like yeah, there's yeah, which was after this. Yep. So I'm wondering. I don't know. Maybe this was. Maybe this was always just like someone. The writers' friends used to ha- talk about yeah. it. And they, they wrote it in the film, and then it becomes canon at that point. Yeah, I was like, seriously, I was watching this with my fiance, and that joke came up, and she's like, "Really?" I'm like, "Have you ever tried that?" It was two thousand. Like, yeah. Everybody tries it once. It doesn't. Yeah. It's, yeah. Not, it's, it's, not great. it's not that great. <laughs> so it takes a long time. Yeah, it really it's, is. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. No. In fact, let's try right now. <laughs> All right. Wait, your other hand, your non-dominant hand, <laughs> non your your other hand. Gotcha. So you- Scott, one thing other about Scott Con, I think he plays the same guy in every movie that he's in. Like yes. he, I think he's he's got this like facial hair in every movie that he's in. Like he's got the handlebar mustache. What do you guys think about him? But like he's just, and I don't think yeah he is related to uh, James Con. James Con. I, but, but yeah, every time I see him, he's just like that guy. He's like the the kind of tough guy. He's there, that's, but that's in the background, peripheral character. It's it, for some reason you just always think he should be more memorable. Yeah, but they he, he never quite you know gets over the hill on that. Like gets over the hump on that. Mm. Like he is like a great third character yeah you know what i mean yeah. and it's like he fills it very well and he has these little comedic moments he's funny he's a good looking guy and it's just like okay he will fill this hole mm-hmm. of this cast yeah right. I, i've always liked him i always like him yeah i never he's not gonna, he's him. not gonna be the lead actor in a movie yeah right. yeah he he went on to tv for a reason like and he's well, great what, at what was he in? <laughs> he's, he's like right now he's on like the csi shows or something okay. like that or like okay. one of those hawaii 50 gotcha yeah <clears throat> he was in entourage a lot too wasn't entourage. he yeah i think so yeah did you guys recognize who helen Reigns was the mom oh uh they they present her like you should you yes. mean James Duvall's thing? No, no, no. So Helen Reigns being um, their mom. Uh, their mom. He goes to the to the coffee shop or to the diner. Oh, right, right. Okay. It's played by Grace Zabriskie. Yeah. Zabriskie. Do you do you recognize her from any other? Definitely movie recognize we've done? her, but I can't put it. It's her second appearance. Uh, she is Dottie in Armageddon. Oh, she okay. is the wife that comes oh. in to, to the guy looking for the. I want to name her after my wife. Yeah, Dottie. That's her. Oh wow! Okay. Weird, like that's weird right. little role. Like as far as I know, that's really Brookheimer just else. got his like filler team. <laughs> exactly. Come on in, yeah. Grace. You know. Yep. All right. Before we move on to scene two, we got to talk about our sponsor, Cedar Ridge Whiskey. You've been hearing us talk about it. We teased it for a while. Finally, we announced that we have a hand selected single barrel of Cedar Ridge Whiskey that is, has the Confused Breakfast name on it. We hand selected it. It's an American quintessential single malt that was aged like their normal quintessential single malt is. And then they took it out. And for one year, they put it in a rum cask. 118 proof. It's one of the best things you will ever taste. And we are down to like the last couple bottles. Once you hear this, it might be gone. I'm not sure. I, I'm, no. I'm scared. Like that. If you're hearing this, you may not get it. But what we really want is to show how great our fan base is. And we want you guys to have a bottle of this. Have two bottles of one to drink, one for your shelf. It's incredible. Our sponsor, Cedar Ridge, is incredible. There is a link in the show notes if you want to try to order this. Because once it's gone, it's gone. It will never be made again. Uh, and we're so proud to have these guys not only sponsor our show, but to have like trusted us to to go pick out a barrel of whiskey that we thought tasted good, which turns out we're really good at this. Yeah. 
Turns yeah. out. Really good at picking Whoops. barrels of whiskey. We were told by Murphy himself that we're really good at Murphy this. Murphy is the head distiller, and he bought two bottles. Yeah. Oh, cool. He's like, he's like, I couldn't even get them. They like shipped away. He's like, I have to buy them, and it's like my own company. But we really hope you'll check it out. Um, go to the link in the show notes to order that bottle, or go to CedarRidgeWhiskey.com. Just to learn more about them, you can get your own bottle of their bourbon, American Quintessential Single Malt, the Slipknot collaboration. Fuck yeah, dude, psychosocial. Sent right to your house. CedarRidgeWhiskey.com. 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 So scene two, Memphis, Memphis meets Kalitri, who has kidnapped Kip. This is so hard to say. <laughs> Memphis agrees to steal 50 cars within 72 hours, and Kip is released. Memphis visits his mentor, Otto Hollowell, and they assemble a crew of old associates. While trying to convince Sway to join the team, they have a run-in with a rival gang. Kip and his crew volunteered to help with the heist. When did he get, when did Kip get taken? Is what I want to know oh, because, like, we we cut from uh, Will Patton talking to Nick Cage to Giovanni Ribisi being like in the car and like waking up and like the crane coming in and coming in to get him. Yeah. Or like from how uh, did that happen? Yeah. So like it's just it's just these like two thousands movies or these movies that do this anyway. Where just like time doesn't really matter. It's yeah. just like once someone brings something up in a in a on a timeline that doesn't really coincide with what's going to be seen in the next shot. There's like whatever. It's it's whatever. It's, we'll just do it. We and just somebody must have. Yeah, somebody must have invented like. Oh, you know what we can do is we can put these like. Uh, texts on the screen of these movies and we'll tell people what this place is. Like, I fucking hate it. It goes, <laughs> salvage and title steel yard. It's like, we don't care. It doesn't matter. And we can <laughs> we can still figure out that it's like a junkyard of sorts. <laughs> it has no meaning at all to this movie that you tell me that that the exterior what the exterior shot that I'm looking and at. And why is. are these guys working so late? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I understand that there's third shift, but like heavy machinery and like cranes and flames <laughs> at night. It's nighttime. Oh, don't worry. We put up floodlights around. <laughs> so it's fine. It's all good. We do coffee breaks every hour. Yeah. So it's okay. <laughs> it's all good. You uh, never know when Kalitri is going to bring someone in that we need to threaten. Yeah, with. that's yeah. true. <laughs> you never know, man. Tonight's and, the and night. How often are they using this equipment for threatening, threatening people? <laughs> it's like it's just it's just all in the name of just intimidation. Yep. And these guys are completely fine with it. <laughs> Does his whole crew is is like is his whole his whole crew just works at the salvage yard because I think they get paid well and they're just like dude like new guy comes on and and they're like this and every once in a while you're gonna see fucking Kalitri that British guy he's gonna bring someone in in a in a really nice Firebird and they're they're gonna fucking crush him sometimes they crush him to death sometimes they let him out but like just look the other way that's why this is a good job hey. you get paid well I just got a job at the salvage yard oh really like you, that's exciting for you How, like nice. what what did you get on uh, what shift did you get I got on third shift. Ugh. Ooh, that's. Uh, uh, I'll get out eventually. I'll, be honest, I'll be honest with you. That's kind of a dark shift. Oh, yeah, because it's late. It's like, no. No, they, uh, <laughs> they threaten no. people with cranes. <laughs> they, they have a specific crane. It's called the killdozer they use for just threatening people. It's called the killdozer? Yeah. How yeah. many uh, dead bodies are in this freaking salvage yard? Not a lot. How many people. How, many, how often is he making just. Or like he just has like un undoable orders of cars yeah. that he needs stolen in in literally a week's time and he's like oh what you can't get it done then i'm gonna kill you and then he just moves on <laughs> that's a really good it's just like <laughs> like that's, that's it a really good impression how uh, he's just rolling through people yeah 
did you think that uh, car compactors were going to be a bigger problem? Than <laughs> yes, I did. I, did too. I, I thought knew at for some a point, fact that they would. <laughs> at I, some point, I would accidentally get caught in one. I knew for a fact, like after watching like Stand By Me, yes. this, I knew I was going to be in junkyards all the freaking time. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Explorers. oh, oh, now you got to deal with car compactors. Gosh. Just scary. So they 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 get out of here and they go back to Kip's house, right? And they just let Kip go. Just leave. Just what? Just leave. They don't. They they gave him back. Yep. I know they threatened like to like take his mom and everything, but take her go. (laughs) This didn't make any sense to me. I'm just like, like if it's if he's if he's actually collateral, why not keep him? They just let him go. Very correct. Yeah, why did they, why said, did they just don't think, deliver, well, we're, we're going gonna, to keep him in this cage? If you don't deliver, we're going to kill you all. It's like, well, unless you find us first. They make it doesn't make any sense on Kalitri's end. Yeah, yeah. They, and they make him out to be this like super psycho badass, but like, I just don't buy it. No. I'm just like, I don't buy you being a like somebody I should be afraid of. Yeah. yeah. In fact, he's kind of a nice guy. Like, coffins are really expensive. They are. You sure? And yeah. the fact that he's like give, offering him a free coffin, like... <laughs> Kind of you don't know that woodworking is kind of like actually like a, a relaxing kind of yeah. thing too is he's, what i hear he's, you imagine that he's like he's like i also made this my first one and he opens it it's like what if he actually has to use it and then he also sends it with a bill it's <laughs> like yeah you have to pay me for the coffin like i made it it was really nice so you got to pay for that him walking in there and saying he's like where's my brother and he says oh He's like, oh, I work with wood, and I do all this stuff. Wood's warm. Steel's cold. It's dead. It's the wood's warm. It's living. It's a thing, and I love doing it. It's like, where's my brother at? He's like, he's, and he says, oh, yeah, he came to me. He's, he's, he had all the clout and all this stuff with, with Memphis Reigns, the famous brother and stuff like that. It's like, where's my brother? What are you talking about? You're just rambling. You're not saying anything at this point. Well, then he goes over to the coffin. He's like, mm, yeah. Huh? Still not in there either. Yeah, not in there like, either. It's like it's this guessing game. <laughs> he's like he's <laughs> he goes around the corner. He's like to his office. He's like, so he's like he's like oh yeah, come on back with me to my office. He's like is Kip in here? He's like no. no, he's no. Like, and now here's the coffin. He's like he's not in here either. <laughs> and then he takes him out to the Firebird. He's like ha like a fucking magic trick. Is it trying to make him look unstable or whatever? Yeah. It do, it just doesn't do it. It doesn't it doesn't work for me. No. And he says, and it's like he's still na- not answering the question. And he's like, he's like, oh well, since you're here, here's this list of cars that I need uh, that I just don't feel like shopping for. <laughs> like, like it's like, no, that's fine. I don't want that. It's about the ten thousand. You know, here it is. It's it's paid. And he's like, and makes he's, a lot of sense. It's to like, just be like, oh, thanks for the money. Yeah. yeah. He's like, well, I can't deliver these cars. It's like, it's not my fucking problem. <laughs> like, like everything that we've done to this point is not my problem. Okay, that's and again, I think it goes back to what you were saying, Sean. Is like, like, why does it have to be this way? I don't know, but I mean, like, it doesn't make sense that it's this way. But everything that they set up does pay off, though. Yeah, like it's, uh, everything that happens after this, it does make complete sense. It's, I was. I was watching this and I'm like, this is on the verge of being like extremely convoluted, like bad boys. Okay. Yep. And it's never, okay. it never is. It, it could never have was been, but it yeah. wasn't. They, they, I, I was clear on like, yeah, they got to get these cars and like this Delroy is the cop. And yeah, I was every, okay. everything that happened. I'm like, yeah, this makes all the sense in the world. Like it could have been a bad boys thing. And I was, it was, uh, in my brain, like this could have been on the verge of that. The continuity continues very well, yeah. And everything does lead for, and it, everything does seem to be very 
poignant. You know, everything has a point to it, to why it has to go in this order. I still don't think, um, and I get the I get the standoff too, and I think that that adds some context to this. Of like, he gives him the three choices yep. while Kip's about to be crushed, and so I do agree with that. As much as I gripe about this, maybe it's just the character itself that I'm like, I wish he was more direct. Yeah, and maybe it would feel better. <laughs> I'd feel better about being scared. The of less this guy. he could talk, the better because yeah. he he over enunciates his words like that. <laughs> and he said, I think he said like he kept his original accent, yeah. like the actor. Uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, it's, but um, he, he kept his original accent because a lot of English people in American right, right, right. movies have a, like a Eccl- Cockney. Eccleston? Yeah, and yeah. he's on record as being like, "I was terrible in this movie." Like, yeah, he has said that. He's great in everything else, though. Yeah, yeah. he said he's, he's just like, "I don't know if I'm very good." At yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I actually did very good. Twenty eight <laughs> days later, he's very good in. Yeah. I like him in that. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Doctor that Who or whatnot. Yeah. He was, you know, in uh, yeah. Well, we got to consult the Jarrett Layoff Confused Breakfast Actor Database. Do you know what movie, what actor in this movie we've done the most? That's been in the most films we've done. And that's pretty obvious. I think I know it. Is it Giovanni Ribisi. No, G- not Giovanni Ribstake. It is no? Nick Cage. Nick Cage. This is fourth movie we've done, but the most interesting. There's two interesting stats here. Uh, Vic Manny. This is his third movie he's been in, and you, if you don't know Vic Manny, kind of a throwaway character in this movie. He plays one of Fauché's uh, bodyguards in. Um, oh yeah, uh, in, Bad Boys. Uh, yeah, in Bad Boys, um, he's a loan shark in Armageddon, and in this, he's. Um, I think he's also one of. Um, uh, Kalitri's bad guys. Oh, yeah. If you see his face, you'll know him. But what's really interesting is that he was the actual bodyguard of producer Don Simpson, uh, <laughs> who, who had hired him after being threatened by the mafia. It's basically how this dude got into acting. He, be, he was a bodyguard for Don Simpson. He's like, Don Simpson's like, oh, we'll put you in the movies. Wow. So type also, in Vic Manny and you'll see Is him. he also in Goodfellas or Casino? He's in he's in a lot of movies. I think, yeah, he's in a lot of stuff. I think he's I know he's in a town. I think he's in a town. Okay, yeah, um, I think you're Right. Yeah. And another interesting one, uh, John Carroll Lynch. This is his third movie. I still don't know exactly where he was. I, he it said that it was the salvage yard, like manager, manager of the impound or yeah. something. And I and I didn't get a chance to go back and actually see if he was there. Neither but but yeah, that's uh, that's his third movie we've done. Wow. Well, love John Carroll Lynch. Speaking of uh, people you love, Robert Duvall. Here we go. Yes. Why why is Robert Duvall the f- greatest person on earth? Like I love him so much when he shows up in movies. Yeah. I his presence is just so good. I I think I think he's just believable in everything. Like he's even belie- like he's even kind of like this hip more hip kind of 2000s look of this movie, you know, like the in like the blondish hair like if he had hair, he probably would have done that, you know. <laughs> Put he, an earring in yeah, or something. Yeah, I think so. Like, uh, like, yeah, like we'll eyebrow piercing. <laughs> yeah, I think he would have done that. Eyebrow I think. Piercing. I think he's just this kind of guy, this kind of actor, where he just fulfills a certain role just perfectly. And he like he worked when he found out he had this role. He worked, He went and got a job like to shadow a professional car detailer to prepare for the role. It's like, you didn't have to do yeah. that, bro. We don't care. It's like, uh, you're going to be a military person. Yeah, it'd be great if you had some military training. We don't know what a professional auto detailer yeah. does. So we're not going to know if you know it, how to do it, because you trained with someone. But he that's how great he was. Yeah. He's like, I've got to get into the role. I want to make sure I at least like look and feel like have... have. We're not going to watch you. We're, we're not going to watch you like shine cars up and like... <laughs> I don't know. It's very funny. Well, but they, I love. I love him. 
this is a scene too where they get get the gang together. So right? yeah, the assemble the crew montage. So they get uh, what's what's the guy's name who's a student driver? Donnie. <laughs> Donnie. Uh, but is that his name in the movie? It's his name in the movie. Okay, so they get Donnie in his intro scene. <laughs> guys, they no. could have gotten anybody, anybody else. They could have gotten anybody else to be that student. <laughs> but and they went they went negative twice. Yeah. They they picked a an Asian woman. An Asian oh, woman. Oh man. And, and but he he makes the, he even makes the joke. He's he does. like he, he even he says, "Honey, you can't drive." He's like <laughs> he's not wrong. He's like he's like I know I can't swim, so I sit outside the pool. He's just like, "All right, he's come on. not wrong." Okay, this is serious. He's like, "You can't, oh, dude. I'm not going to give you a license because of you know things like you oh, got to be good." I love it. He just like he's so excited to take that call from Memphis. <laughs> he's so happy that that opportunity came through. Um. I also have to actually before that being said, right? Donnie's just more than willing to just jump at, jump ship at this point yeah. and get the hell out of that car with her. But keep in mind, you guys have heard how much money they're doing this for. It's like what two hundred thousand, two hundred thousand yeah. dollars <laughs> that they're do- that they've got a crew of like ten people, like ten people, yeah, yeah. So everybody's gonna get maybe twenty grand out we're, of. We're this. risking life in maybe. prison for a grand theft auto for twenty grand for twenty grand. Like this is not grand, the big man. payday. Twenty grand, and I get to keep the road. Yeah. Did you? Did you? What's the main thing you know, Donnie? From do you recognize him from anything else? Uh, I mean, yeah, a bunch of stuff. I can't think of it. Chi McBride's his name. Uh, the main thing I know him from is he's he's Bishop in waiting. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's oh like, yeah, he's like the the dishwasher. Yeah. that's in the he's, back. I don't know why. I, dude, why what, did I never? Why did I not even think about that? I never put seems him together. Different. One of my he just favorite, looks like a different person. One of my favorite comedic bits is in that movie where it, someone starts talking to him and he's like, "Please." I do say one hundred percent. Well, let's officially add waiting to the list. Yes, <laughs> I know. Uh, like I, I love this. I think it's it just it blows my mind that they're doing it for this small amount of money that Kip reigns. Like I, I have to imagine that this conversation between uh, Raymond Kalitri and Kip reigns, who's like he's got this little crew that he's running and everything, and uh, and uh, what's his name, Atlee's standing there with him too, and he walks in. He's like, oh, the famous brother of of, of the or the brother of the famous Memphis reigns, and he's like thinking back. He's like. Uh, he's probably not going to do this for like less than like two million dollars. He's like, <laughs> I'll give you two hundred thousand dollars. He's like, done. He's like, really? <laughs> and, at, and Atlee's like, no, no, fuck. <laughs> so, oh, We're gonna need like, ninety oh. people to do this job. How did we make this deal? Fifty cars. <laughs> we had two weeks to deliver, and you think that two hundred thousand dollars isn't enough? Yes. He's like, I'll, he's like, he's like, well, you got to pay me something up front. He's like, I'll give you ten grand up front. He's like, done. He's like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's how Nick Cage picks movies now. He's like, uh, uh, we got a movie. It's that whole YouTube. Bit. Yeah. <laughs> we got a movie, but it's a hockey movie. But uh, uh, the 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 ice arena is filled with spaghetti. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> Don't you want to know how much we're gonna pay you? No. No. I love spaghetti. I'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> that's that's it has to be like what happened in this whole scenario though. It's like I I lowballed him. He accepted. Good. Memphis goes in two hundred thousand dollars. Are you kidding? He's like that's it. And then now we've got to do it in seventy two hours from when this starts. Yeah. Ugh. 
All right, so scene three, the group begins tracking down the cars, giving each a code name. While scouting the cars, Memphis and Kip narrowly avoid being killed by a rival gang. LAPD detectives start surveillance to try to capture the thieves in the act. Castlebeck even pays them a visit at their garage. Is this the line of the movie when they, they finally start doing their surveillance and he's like, Roger, well, that's my name. And he says, like, <laughs> yeah. two, two Rogers don't make a right, huh? And you're like, what? Did you just make that up on the spot? Two Rogers don't make a right, huh? <laughs> Roger, I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Saturday night is the loneliest night for me. <laughs> it's, dude, his face, like, when he's doing this character... When he's when he's doing Memphis Reigns as this character is so fucking funny. <laughs> Sometimes my complaint about Nick Cage, especially in this movie and the next movie, is that his we did The Rock. And I fucking love the dynamics of that character. Mm-hmm. Memphis Reigns is just kind of boring. And then you even get to Con Air, which we're gonna do next week, and you're sort of like you're sort of boring, but like when he does this kind of stuff, I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah. the that's my Nick Cage. The crazy Nick Cage, and I know you're on that, right? Oh, I mean, I I love everything about yeah. it. Yeah, like that. There's that, and then I I do also love just like the I'm the action star in Nick Cage too. <laughs> yeah. Like I love everything that he does. I, yeah, we'll talk about more on Patreon. But was there was there more like um were there more people maybe like auditioned or thought of for this role of Memphis Reigns? Other uh, than I think that he was the first choice, and I think they like wrote it for him and Jolie in mind. Really, is what I read. Yeah. Oh, and it's not again. It's not that I think it's bad. I think I. It's very tough for me to think about it, but uh, for anybody else in the role. But at the same time, I feel like lots of other people could have played this role. It's true, and, and Nick Cage liked this role though. Like he he was like excited to do it, and uh, I think he was big at the time for sure. Um, like so much so that he did most of his own stunts a lot. He did a lot time. of them, his own driving. Yeah, he went to like, driving school for this movie and like really got into it. And like a lot of the a lot of the scenes where he's like doing like one eighties or three sixties in, in the car turnarounds and shit, or just like going like edging a corner or whatever, is him. And I got to give it to the movie and the director to be like, we wanted we wanted our our actors to be seen in the driver's seat while we're filming this movie. Yeah. And it's, yeah. that's really fucking important to me, especially if you're shooting like a, a quote unquote dumb car movie like this. Like, you know, it's like Top Gun Maverick. You want to see those fucking actors yes. in the cockpit. It makes it, it extremely makes it more better. real. Yeah. You're absolutely right, man. Yeah. And I, I like seeing him. I do buy it for, he is, he's done, you know, he's retired. He's coming back. They pull me back into the game. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's and a bit, yeah, and I believe him when he is driving that car and he's very serious. He's a very every time he's doing something car related, he's very focused. And so I feel like that would that's how you've got to be in a scenario like that if you're going to be stealing cars and shit. Yeah. I don't know. Well, speaking of Angelina Jolie, her introduction is just like drinking out of a gasoline can. Yeah. Oh, you know she's edgy. She's so tough. Uh, she's if so you didn't edgy. know by the dreadlocks, Gross. you know now. I'm a gearhead and a bartender. Uh, I also I, have uh, these blue contacts. I got. They don't work at all. Not I, at all. Like her look. Do you think is it was so the rema- Do you think it's the remastering of it? Uh, I don't know. Maybe you might that be could right. Be. But I the first time she was screen, I was like, ugh. Yeah. You know when, when younger me was like, wow. Yeah, take a shower. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was sort of what I was thinking, man. No, I I get it because and by the way, I'm I'm very conflicted at least about her character too. Yeah. Um. And I'll I'll get to it a little bit later, um, but her her like 
coming out from underneath the car and saying, and then she takes that drink. It's like, ah, what time is it? Oh, I'm late for work. It's like, you're at work. It's like, I got to, I got realize I got to work twice as hard if I'm going to keep it, live, live a straight life, you know, that kind of thing. And it's like, no, you could just, you know, reduce your means, you know, live, start, start <laughs> live within your means and, you know, <laughs> downsize a little, sell some stuff on Marketplace, whatever you got to do. Build up right? from there. You know? <laughs> yeah. She just feels forced in this movie. Like, it feels really like they does. literally, because uh, Bone Collector and Girl Interrupted had just come out, oh. and then Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, was going to be the following year. So, like, it just felt like they were like, she's a star. Get her in your movie. Yeah. Because she... There's been multiple movies where, Sean, you in particular have been like, I hate how this character disappears. Her character's there, and then she's gone for like 30 minutes, and then she's there, and then she's gone. It and doesn't she's change no- a thing. Nothing. Her being in this movie means nothing. Yeah. Other than like, oh, there she is. <laughs> is it the laziest re-entry to have her drive up on a motorcycle? Yes. That's and not then, her. That's not her. <laughs> Clearly not her. And then like, this, it's almost, it might be as bad as uh, Wet Hot American <laughs> yeah. Summer. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then she pulls out the helmet. <laughs> Oh, I'm hey, here man, for Kit. No questions. How did she and know like, they okay. were there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> how did she know they were there? She Memphis left her on the email chain. <laughs> the, like the, the group. Instant <laughs> mess- AOL, <laughs> instant messenger. He left it as his like, away message. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> away. Swear, at, if you're reading this, you know where we are. You know where we are. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I didn't. Meet us at the spot. It's like <laughs> drives up, shakes out hair. I'm here for Kip. No questions. Okay, let's all move on. <laughs> she, she literally is there to like be the sex object yep. of of the of the male gaze or uh, women gaze, whatever you like. Um, gay, not gays. I, you know what I meant? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> You fuckers! I, I never even took you there. Laughing. You're and I laughing. was like, I was like, no, yeah, it could be a guy, a girl, whoever, whatever they're into. And then you're like, and then you're like, gays. I'm like, stop saying it. Like, stop changing the spelling in your head. Like, I'm not. Like, you guys were laughing, and I'm like, it's G A Z E. I just, I just don't ever use the word gays. <laughs> now, now this is coming out wrong. Now, anyway, let's move on. The male gays. <laughs> What are you saying? You know uh, what I'm saying. I, I know. I, I did it. I we had knew go. you would. Go on. You're not. You know. No, you're not. You not do it even. No, she's in here just for like sex appeal. We'll say that. We'll say that. <laughs> why, why did you say that earlier? She's there. Get your fucking mind dudes. out of the gutter. She's there head. for dudes to look at. Uh, there you go. And uh, or, and God, some good girls God, too. Dang it! And thank God this. But is then she's she's there for that and and to like say uh, like um, hello ladies to cars yeah. or like oh, I love the redheads you know yeah. like shit like that and it's yeah. it, that's all she's there for and it's all f- like just filler. It's just like yeah. uh-huh. and that's it. Mm-hmm. I do love again my favorite kind of Nick Cage is when he's acting like in the when they when they're getting chased into the diner and he goes big rig wrecker. That's cool. Yeah, he said, Excuse me, sir. Sir, is that your truck out there? The uh, big rig wrecker. It, it, big rig wreckers. That's mine. That's it's like, mine. Oh, that's cool. That's, that's cool. cool. <laughs> I like that. So how do I learn? How do I? How do I start? Got to go to. Got to go to truck driving school. Well, yeah, I got to be. But uh, uh God, I love it so much. That is my. That is my Nick Cage. That so, type of character. I love that yes. too. And and my question is: is for his character, do you think he was doing that to stall him or drive him out of the diner? 
No, he he stall. was stalling. He was trying to he stall was him yes. rather than keep him there. He knew he would eventually leave. Rather than, like, because it's like, Kip and him have been around cars enough. They've seen a tow truck. He's like, Kip should be able to link that up in, like, 45 seconds. I got to get this guy out of here to quit flirting with the waitress. So that's what I kind of thought okay. he was doing. Uh-huh. It's like, can I get you, like, a jelly donut or something? Or like Just trying uh, to weird him out. Yeah, trying to creep him out a little bit. He's like, no, I, no, I got to go. No. Like, I've, I've had my fill, I think. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Well, also, Master P is not going in there because yeah. there's a cop car right there, yes. and there's cops in there. They didn't get a call on the radio that there was sh- multiple shots fired, not even a mile down the road. Nope. People running through backyards. Nothing. Didn't get the Dogs call. Dogs barking. Nothing. Uh, yeah, somebody came through and literally killed like four of my chickens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we'll get to it. We got a bunch of guys on break right now. We'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get there. I think this was a tribute to American Graffiti here. Mm-hmm. I don't know this for a fact, but um, the the chat, the whole axle coming off the car, it happens in American Graffiti okay, as well. Yeah, yeah. It's part of a trip, like to get away from some people. They're getting away from cops in American Graffiti, but in this, they're getting away from the crew. I, I'd like to think that whoever wrote this is clearly a car guy. American Graffiti was kind of a car movie, yeah. so I'd like to think that was a little tribute. Right on. Yeah. I think it's, uh, uh, <laughs> it's uh, I, I, I haven't seen American Graffiti in oh. too long. I don't, it doesn't matter. I, I was thinking about this, and um, he says, uh, why are people shooting at us? Because I blew up their car. And then you like you just expect to hear, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> like, because it totally does. Like, they blew up their car and now they're pissed. So why yeah. isn't why why don't they get to take some revenge? Well, I want to say in an earlier scene too with Master P when he comes up on to uh, uh, Memphis Reigns, then um, he starts getting beat up on and shit. And then Vinnie Jones mm-hmm. is yep. is like Ooh, saves the yeah. day. And I just want I want a TikTok or something to just cut to Adam Sandler being like, man, am I glad I called that guy. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, oh. I don't think we can make that because there's flames. Uh, yeah. and TikTok will be like, uh-oh, you can't look. That's dangerous. That flames means violence. Here's a, here's a 13-year-old girl. Actually, no. flames. You can't even show Vinny Jones on no video at all on no. TikTok. Dangerous activity. He is a yeah. lethal weapon, but himself. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um, they're, when they're waiting inside there and like... Um, and it goes back to Johnny B. Johnny B. Master P. Johnny B. Uh, he says, he says, y'all ready to play a little pin the tail on the donkey? <laughs> you guys all ready to play a little hopscotch? <laughs> <laughs> guys, we're going to play some tic-tac-toe. Let's go. What are we doing? It's like, what is he talking what, about? Are we gonna we're we gonna kill these people? Are we or going not? to a kid's birthday party or <laughs> is this a kid's birthday today? We have guns, Master We're going to my kid's birthday party after this. Oh, I'm right kill on, these guys. All right. What the hell is going on? <laughs> uh, I do want to go on record as saying the the dumbest scene of this movie is the low rider scene. <laughs> Donnie, low rider. Low rider Donnie. Low rider Donnie. Th- this Donnie. is the most unnecessary mm-hmm. thing I've ever seen in my life. To just be like, no, this is what we do. Like, we listen to Lowrider and, and we close our eyes and we wait for him to do this with his hands and then we go. Yeah. And that's what we always do. It's how it's how we do okay, it. Okay, let's ride. Uh, like the the younger guys, I think the younger guys are like they they have that same thought. Yes, they're like, this doesn't make any sense. This, so this was if if this crew that um, that Memphis pulled together that was ten years ago. Is that technically ten years ago? I, I want to say, well, well <laughs> I kind of care because it, it makes me wonder about like the timeline of like uh, when, because they talk about how Kip was so young. Oh, little Kip. Yeah. 
And when did he leave? It was like 10 years ago he left, so 1990, and they're still listening to Lowrider. And, the, and then, like, why... Why is it that it has to be Lowrider? The younger guys are looking around. They're like, what the fuck is going on? And then they see Angelina Jolie, and they're like, oh, no, I guess this is kind of cool. <laughs> well, we can listen to this. This is well, fine. She seems to like it. I guess she's into this. Like, I, I, it's, it's a pointless scene. But we get, is that I, the most Nicolas Cage it's the, it's thing? Like, it's the trailer moment. You know, it's it's every time this, like, and coming up next, gone in 60 seconds, it's yeah. going to be that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Let's ride. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But and the reason the reason I ask about that is because like these old tactics that they keep going back to, you know, we call them girls, we call them Julia, we call them Shanice, we call them Kovalovsky <laughs> tires, uh, like we call them all this, and it's like Maud. how the like the the cops who have been studying car thieves don't know these names too. True. Yeah, because are we assuming that the, clearly whatever that name was for that specific gear in car stays that name? Yeah. Yeah, Eleanor. He, even the uh, detective <laughs> knows that it's Eleanor. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, like, oh, he's that's a, Eleanor. Right? We know a lot about that. Yeah. So it's like, like all these tactics and stuff. It doesn't make any sense. No. Like ten years, fifteen well, and years. Don't later. you wonder? Couldn't they have just? I, I like to think of the older I get, I'm like, let's think of a better way. Let's think of a solution. Don't you think um, Nick Cage's character could have been like they could have left the the impound yard and gone straight to Castleback and said, Castleback, here's the deal. Here's why I'm back in town. <laughs> This guy named Kalitri, we can hand you to him directly. He wants us to steal 50 cars. You help help us do that. And then we will like deliver the cars and then you guys will know where it is and you can make the bust and we'll tell you where everything is. If you jaywalk once, you're <laughs> back in jail. Just so you know, Cage. Isn't that the moment when he can just do that? Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't that seem like a reasonable solution to this? I they, they haven't done anything wrong yet. They're like, we haven't done anything wrong. Well, but. they haven't, but they've stolen other cars like Kip's yeah. crew has. Yeah, you could have proven Kalitri that. seems That's like a bigger true. get. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's yeah. Okay. Yeah. You do the horse trading and you say, we'll give you the bigger fish. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. We know. we had we did this because of this. And if they do the get a little fish. bit of jail time, it's better than Kip being dead. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> but if they would have if they would have arrested him then and there, if there was something they had him on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so scene four, the crew sets their heist in motion, stealing the various cars and delivering them to Atlee on the docks. Various issues arrive, including finding out that the cops have them under surveillance, a crew member who is shot, and dog eating their keys. Memphis and Sway rekindle their past romance while stealing a Lamborghini Diablo. Castleback knows Memphis will try to steal a Shelby GT500, which he does right as the detectives arrive. This leads to a major chase where Memphis eventually evades them. I do like the the various split up characters, uh, group of characters like Vinnie Jones with uh, what's his name in the movie? Mirror Man. Mirror Man. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, like I like. I think one of the best lines in the movie. I think probably the best line in the movie is I'm gonna smoke a joint, watch Marathon Roots, and I'm gonna kick your ass. <laughs> kick your ass. ass. Fucking I'm Marathon of Roots. I like that. <laughs> Vinnie Jones as Sphinx though, like. Was there a bigger badass at this point in time? I don't think so. You got snatched to Lockstock. Lockstock was 98, uh, gone in 67, Sexton, Sexton, Snatch, and then Swordfish, too. Yeah. And he's always just the badass dude. Yeah. He intimidates the fuck out of me. I I love his accent as well. I mean, I know he doesn't really show it until the end in this movie, but it's so like. There's something like his English accent. There's comparing him to Kalisha. Yes. Like that, that should have been, been switched. Yes. Vinnie Jones should have been the bad guy. Oh my gosh. Oh, come on. That would have been amazing. And to, to believe that 
that Vinnie Jones is like a woodworker would scare yeah. the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, true. Not that dude. Vinnie wow. Jones. Wow. That's Vinnie so- Jones made a made a coffin. I believe that. Yeah, I would believe that. And I'd be terrified that he's going to put me in it because yeah. I believe he could. Boom. This is where this movie doesn't fully do it for me. There's just so many unnecessary things like the dog eating the keys. is just so fucking unnecessary. Like, I don't. Why do we have to do this? Mm-hmm. That's the kind of stuff that I mean, even the, the kid getting shot, showing how incompetent the the younger generation yeah. is. I'm OK with that. But just like like the, the, the keys especially is just a weird thing to me. Well, think about this. So the the uh, the Mercedes, they find out the Mercedes are dirty at midnight because they say that there's eight hours left, mm-hmm. eight hours left. <sighs> And that's when they kind of reconvene. They're like, the Mercedes are dirty. Like, what's going on here? And then they talk about it. So that's midnight. Then they say, well, we still got the keys from last boost. And then they go to the car impound, right? They go to the police impound. So they have they have 24-hour workers at the police impound, apparently. And then you have uh, – then shortly after that – we find out that there's like three hours left, meaning that that party at the house where he gets shot out was happening at 5 a.m. 5 a.m. and they're still partying and having a good time. That's the timeline of this shit. Makes complete sense. It's 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 just mind boggling. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I didn't either. Like <laughs> when they're when they're out walking the dog trying to get him to shit. Like that's, like, that's like three in the morning. Yes. Well, and Sean, you talked about it earlier. You talked about like the some of these cars. Some of these cars are unbelievably exotic, beautiful machines that make sense that they're trying to steal this. But then you've got a couple of these cars that, well, looking back on this, you're like, what the fuck is that car doing? Yeah, a, a GMC Yukon, a Lincoln Navigator, a Volvo wagon. Yeah, like what? What were things just different? You like know, sometimes you just want comfortability. Sometimes you want economy. You know. Sometimes you just you need. You maybe SUVs weren't like a big. Maybe Kalitri's like getting some shit for his family. You know. <laughs> yeah, he's weird. he's just grocery shopping like with this list yeah. for, for cars. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, they're going. They have to like go to all these millionaire spots to steal cars, but then <laughs> right. they go to just some house in the, the suburbs, suburbs where yeah. the teenagers are home partying. And also, <laughs> the the cops are just parked in a driveway. <laughs> yeah. Like you can't do like, that. I just imagine, like, oh, that was a great night. I love that restaurant, honey. We need to go there some more often. It's like, who the fuck is in our driveway? What the hell is going hey, on? Hey, can you guys? Can you guys move? Hey. We're on a, <laughs> we're on a shut the fuck up. Steakhouse. You can't tell because of these bright lights inside of our van. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of my driveway! <laughs> and then, and then they're compromised there because someone else parks in their own driveway. And like, yes, we're gonna park in another driveway. My God. <laughs> He's like, he's like, oh, don't, don't park in front of me. Don't park in your driveway. Come on. Don't park in your driveway. Come on. Don't park in your driveway. Mm, dang it. Okay. Well, I didn't plan for that. Really? You didn't. Okay. Do you, God. do you think, question for you, do you think that Angelina Jolie and Nick Cage's chemistry is one of the worst of all time? No, I think it, I think Nick Cage makes it work. I think, I don't mm. know. Nick Cage makes it work. <laughs> I just don't, I just don't think it. It's not that it doesn't work. It just doesn't need to be here at all. And I, I get like it's kind of exciting. Like you're watching somebody else have sex, and it gets gets you excited. And you're also stealing cars. Talk about that's, cars. Talk about cars. That's pretty uh, fucking badass. But uh, this moment drives me nuts. Dude. It does. It's, it's, it just it's drives every, me nuts because like she. Well, she says she says something. Sorry, go ahead. I'm gonna, I gotta find. <laughs> well, one I'm gonna say. say this. Okay, so you know what, guys? Just got guys being dudes, right? <laughs> 
And then you got this girl who's going to dredge up the past. (laughs) So you you seeing anybody? No, I had a girl and I was just trying to be nice, but she was awesome. Well, why'd you leave her? (sighs) And then it's like goes and gets into the car. She doesn't even want any of this exposition. No. No. And she said, but, but then it's like, I had a girl. Why'd you leave her? And it's like, I wanted you to come with me. Well, I wasn't ready to get out yet, but then I got out. <laughs> and uh, it was, and it's like, well, why why weren't you ready to get? She's like, I just found out it wasn't the same without you. So then, why didn't you come? <laughs> why didn't you just come and hang out at the little garage? We'd hang out with kids, no, nope. and the go kart track. But AJ, she's only here for Kip. Okay. <laughs> no questions. <laughs> well, then you stop asking me questions if I'm seeing anybody. What the hell? I don't buy it. There's no world that tells me that those two ever dated. Look, all you need and had, and had any physical romance all, contact ever. All you need to do, all you need, is for her to jump over the seat and grab that shifter, and that <laughs> will change twelve-year-olds into thirteen-year-olds oh, early. Oh, what uh, oh, that's uh, I get uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, man. oh man! Oh wow! Oh man! Ouch! Uh, <laughs> Hey, will you get the fuck off of me? <laughs> I'm trying to look inconspicuous here. Oh, no. So what about the... A- so we finally get some, like, fucking action here. Yeah. We're like... We're like... We're fucking car chasing action. here. He's got his car. Is it a requirement that if you are filming a car chase in L.A., you have to be in the L.A. Canal? Oh, I like, think so. Is that... A, yeah. It's like a part of the film, like, oh, you've signed up for a movie. You're going to pay your taxes. Um, let's see. It looks like you have a car chase scene. Well, you got to go in the canal. You've got a car chase scene? Okay, who is it? Uh, James Cameron? No. Uh, is it uh, Don Simpson? Oh, no. Sorry. No, no, no. Uh, oh, Jerry Bruckheimer. Yeah, we, we'll get him booked. That's fine. Do you want that same section? Action movie? Gotcha. Yeah, you want, we, like, the Terminator section? Oh, yeah. We, we Terminator? Got, Terminator we, we called the weather that's not going to rain. We made sure it's not going to rain that day, so you can you can totally yeah. be in there. Fantastic. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll lock it off for you. <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you so much. You bet. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks for the money, Jerry. Uh, go ba- <laughs> hit the button that says "Go, baby, go," so you can go super fast. <laughs> that, that's all you need to know about cars. He's gone. Well, I just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <what>? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, before that, he's like uh, re- requesting air units, and it's there immediately. I don't know. Requesting air units. <laughs> <laughs> We've been, they've been waiting. Okay, we're in. but if you, I don't requesting know if you know, <laughs> you know, I know a lot about helicopters, right? And there's an interesting fact yeah, yeah. about helicopters is they have to follow a road, like they can't. <laughs> They can't fly <laughs> elsewhere. So so when yeah. that car starts going fast and starts to go around a right turn, the helicopter still has to follow the exact trail of the car. It can't just go, well, I'm just going to go up higher and go to the right. We and, can't yeah. fit in an alley. No. And bridges are their no. kryptonite. Yes. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> bridge. Oh. Well, we got to go gone. under it, too. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone. He's yeah. gone. <laughs> really? You can't fly that bad. 130. 140. Stay with the marijuana. 150. He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> it's like the Simpsons. You're in a helicopter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this this really Oh, is. we have our button of our own. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. Oh, it turns out we can fly like 300 miles an hour <laughs> and go anywhere. <laughs> this really is, though. We talked about it in, a, in an episode recently about how uh, like video, uh, video game adaptations, movies, mm-hmm. Super Mario Brothers, probably. This is Grand Theft Auto. It's pretty tight. Yeah, I mean, it, it made me want to play Grand Theft yes! Auto after watching it for sure. Yeah. It feels like that, doesn't like this. This whole thing becomes. We get to the bridge, and the fucking. How many times after playing Grand Theft Auto would you see 
a, a, a flatbed trailer like that where right. you're like, well, I should ramp that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's, that's, that's definitely there for me to ramp. And that's it's there be, for me to do it. Yeah. There's got to be a mission in one, somebody help me out. If, if you know, there's got to be a mission in one of those games where you have to steal a bunch of cars within like a certain time. Oh, oh yeah. Like, there has to be. It has to be. Yeah, yeah. That would make a lot of sense. If it didn't, that was a missed opportunity on their part. <laughs> yeah. So it's just pretty, it's pretty good. Like I do like this car chase. This, I like this better than the rocks car chase. This is a great car chase. Cause you can actually see what's going on. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Like it, this is a, I think this is, I think this is one of the best car chase scenes like that I can think of that I can remember of the past 20, 30 years that you're just like, this is amazing. It's better than fast and furious. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, there are some longer shots. They are actually driving their cars. Um, uh, who, who's uh, De- Detective Castleback? He actually wrecked that BMW. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> he really did. And uh, like some of the lines that come through in this, where he's like, "It's just like, are you okay? Are you sure? Because you just went through a wall." Love that. As a kid. <laughs> okay, Love that, that was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's really really good. It is hectic. It's it, you know those canisters exploding yeah. and just flying all over the place. The wrecking ball. The wrecking ball was cool as fuck. Oh, we, uh, dude. we watch this for our little movie night that we do every. Friday, and because we're doing a man cage right now, nice. Um, uh, we watch this, and when he's uh, kind of evades them a little bit at, at first, mm-hmm. he's like in that kind of like s- small row where there's no one really around. He backs up and it hits the mirror, and then every everyone that I was around, we're like ah, because like that's also tension too. Yeah, like, you don't want to mess his fucking car up, <sighs> right? You know, like, it that, is like Grand Theft Auto where you steal exactly. that car and you cannot crash it. Exactly, anything. it's fucking awesome. They, You're right, man. They had a lot of. They made like eleven replicas, mm-hmm. I oh think, God. for this. And I think uh, Nick Cage and Jerry Bruckheimer, I think, both walked away with one. Right, Bruckheimer Did, might have the OG actually, but I don't know. <laughs> but didn't uh, Nick Cage's got stolen or something? Oh, I don't and, know. And that. They found like, it in the bottom of a lake or something oh like that. My God. <laughs> he with had the, some with car. the driver in it. <laughs> oh, that's right. He had some, a car. Some car from this movie he had, and somebody stole it. Like convertible, um, yeah, and <laughs> and then the only the only car that like actually was a Shelby GT five hundred was the one at the, at the end. Yes, but mm-hmm. you're all not these, you're not crashing those. No, no, <laughs> they replaced parts on it. We'll, we'll maybe we'll talk about it right in our fifth scene or whatever. But all these cars, I mean, just getting destroyed. And then you think about it, he messed up this car, and he's got to explain this uh, to <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, big yeah. Yikes. Big yikes. Well, let's finish this off. So scene five, Memphis arrives late to Kalitri's junkyard, and Kalitri refuses to accept the damaged car. Kip and Atlee use the junkyard crane to knock out the henchman. Memphis saves Castlebeck from being shot by Kalitri. A grateful Castlebeck lets Memphis go free, and Memphis tells him where to find the container ship full of stolen cars. The crew celebrates, and Memphis is gifted a car. Let's do props. Okay, you want to go props? Ooh, here's a prop. I want... Whatever the fuck that wooden thing is that he made that he was like, no, don't. No, no, please don't. Like he was oh, like yeah. threatening him with it. I, it, it looks I like a kid's stool or something. <laughs> yeah. like a I'm like, desk. I don't know what it is, but I, I want, want it. it. Yeah, why not? And fuck I, and yeah. We don't know make, what it is, but we want it. And at the same time, is Kalitri the most punchable face? Hit it! If we were on a train to go no, punch a face, yeah. I'm on board. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I think you're right. And, I, and it, it was not confirmed to me. Until we get to the end here, when he says that it never rains, but it pours. It never rains, I went, it, pours. it pours. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? I was like hitting the button while I was watching the movie. Like, punch uh, him. Punch. Some, I mean, I don't, we live in Iowa. Sometimes it sprinkles and it's... Yeah. 
it's whatever. It does, it's and, definitely then it, not and then pouring. it clears up. Yeah. Well, and, so. and, and and you know what usually <laughs> follows the word pouring is rain. Mm. So so pouring's an adjective for rain. So it does rain. One rains is as good as another. It's like, and he's like, it was like an afterthought for him because he's like, it's like that was what he wanted to go out on. But then he thought, he said, he's like, oh, I said the word rain. He's like, one rains is as good as another. It never rains, it pours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was good. I, like I that. got it. I think I got it. It's like, sorry, English people. It's like his teeth are trying to escape. <laughs> Every time he's trying to talk, he's just like, one, one rains as good as another. Yeah. Okay, we're good. His teeth are trying to escape. I did have another entry for for most punchable phase, okay. and so it was uh it was while uh they blow up the car when Vinny blows up the car, and it's very specifically um Johnny B's henchman, okay. most specifically oh. the guy who's like. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a good one he just walks up and they've all got huh? their damn jackets on their leather jackets red jackets and shit that's a really good entry. that guy needs to be punched that's, like a, that. that's a great entry. oh man you gotta go prop too i gotta go prop oh no daddy no i want his keys I want, I want the keys? keys at the end keys ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keys, keys are good keys are good keys, keys are, are good. good i i think I think I'm going to make a conscious decision for my life to try to go back to 2000 and like live a little bit in the past, the simpler times. So um, they inspired me. I want black lights in my room again. Black. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 like, you know, everybody had black lights. You bought them I from Spencer Gifts. Yeah. And you uh, and you had them in your room. You're like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And my, like, so they were holding those little lamps. Like, I kind of want to just walk around to people's houses with them, like in the dark and just look for weird stains. I don't and, think you want to do I that. do. No, I do. <laughs> oh, I really want to geek myself out on this. Ugh. That or the car grill. Like the, the oh, grill no! the end with the hood, the hood of the car. That's pretty dope. That's so good. I want that in my backyard. Yes. But I'm going black. I know I'd prefer a black light. So if you <laughs> All right, then I want the grill. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay. Can we share the can the grill be here? It can yeah, be the here. grill's a It'll group. Be right over here. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cool. And this this whole thing makes no sense to me. Like, why does he not let even though he's late, why is this a thing? Is this is this again trying to prove how just like crazy psycho this guy is? Because it doesn't work for me. It's like, it's you like better, just take the fucking car, dude. You better be on time or else it's like Four minutes later, like whatever time Still he is. Still 49 cars, bro. I think your people are going to be happy about this. I said 50 cars, not 49 on a hat. <laughs> you need a Band-Aid for your mouth? <laughs> What's going on, dude? Here's actually a fucked up thing. I found a video. It's by a guy named. It's on YouTube by a guy named Graham Barajo, and it's titled Eight Mistakes and Details in Gone in 67's Only Car Enthusiasts Would Notice. Mm amazing video like he went to a lot of work to put this together and a lot of it's stuff that i you know i didn't recognize but if you are a car person go watch it but the craziest fact of it was that there's actually 51 cars because there's like at four different times that you know there's a chalkboard and then there's actual list and then there's then there's another board where they're checking things off there there's like one car that's on that list that's not on those two lists and then there's another car that's on that that's not on those wow. so there's wow. actually 51 cars that were mentioned and talked about in this heist huh. they just kind of fucked it up like the continuity of it wow really and the, the video is incredible it's a very deep dive if you're if you like this movie and you like cars it's a cool video hmm. i'd, I'd right love on. to watch that yeah. yeah i i it's 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 so solid. I, I like at the end you have this car and and you I you know they resolve this very well. I think I think that when you have that kind of reversal of roles for your characters, I think it's a I think it's a great way to end a movie. You know, now it's Kip has saved Memphis. 
you know, it, rather than Memphis saving him in the beginning. Yep. Um, you know, they are, they're back and happy again. Family's back and happy again, that kind of stuff. I'm good with that stuff, you know. Atlee's helping out. He didn't turn. He, he could have. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this know. feels like it cleans up really nicely, though. It, like, is it too like, nice? And he's just like, wow. It's a little too nice. And like one thing that I, I really hate, like we're talking about their Angela and Jolie and Nicolas Cage's <laughs> like thing in this whole movie. And they're just like, as we get, as we cut back from the awesome grill that's going to be here, they we cut to like the group of them and they're just making out at the table. <laughs> and it's like, Why? Like that's gross. Oh, PDA. It, I mean, it really like it does. There's, there's no re- like. Okay, so they are back together. Like that's. It's just reassurance for the audience. It's like, no, I don't give a fuck about them at all. No. You don't care no about their chemistry. Does. No. Yeah. No one cares about okay. it. And if this, if this movie, which I will go on record saying that this movie inspired Fast and the Furious, there are so many things in this that you're like, oh, Fast and the Furious took that. This is. But it's if there's gone was, sixty seconds and Point Break. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if there's anything in particular that you can go. Oh, they totally took that scene and used it in Fast and the Furious. It's the everyone sitting at a table 100%. outside of a house. Yeah, this is this is Fast and the Furious. This is family dinner, drinking Coronas with all your car heist buddies. <laughs> yeah. Family, like, this is the family, same Fa- thing. Family, but it's also kind of like think about family. it too. It's also kind of Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, yes, it very much because is. he gets his team together and even Chai. Uh, uh, yeah. McBride, right? I think uh, I believe so. Yeah, he, yeah. I think he's yeah. in Ocean's Eleven, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, it was a remake of that as well. But I think it's also that where right? like Fast and the Furious and this were probably inspired by Ocean's Eleven. That yeah. kind of like, oh, the main guy, we're getting the group back together to do this to, to do this heist. You and know? we did it, and we love each other. Yeah. Yeah. That was, and the the last thing I did write down though, I thought that was actually a really great point that Sphinx talks at the end, right? And he's mm-hmm. like, he's very the trope of like he hasn't talked the whole movie but he's very smart and he has this long thing it never crossed my mind that they're like i thought you're from long beach like they've (laughs) never heard him talk we know he has a british accent yeah but they they don't know that that character has a british accent like i thought that was kind of an interesting little joke yeah that's cool i like that i like that joe and i i wish i could remember exactly what he says because it seems very insightful but then at the same time it's lost on all of us because it's like yeah, I've just I'm just too shocked that you've spoken. Yeah, that's just really what I, it comes down. I'm to. not a fan of this like ending either, where he gets in the car that you want to ride. <sighs> yeah, I sure do. Hell, <laughs> hell yeah, hell yes, uh-huh. I do. We're in love. I am the edgy bitch in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, but then it goes dark, and it's, and it, you hear. Oh, don't do yeah. this. Too. It's like, oh, not again, Eleanor. It's like, beep, 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 beep. damn. <laughs> and like, and that car, that's the only, that's the only genuine um, uh, GT500. That's okay. the only real one. And they actually did that by the junk. They junked it by pulling off parts of this, mm. like this very authentic. That was a nice car. And then they put on uh, crappy parts to it. I got you. And they, and like the owner of that car was like. If this does not come back <laughs> in the exact same condition, like he's, he, it's going to cost you a lot of money. <laughs> I'll fuck you up, Jerry Brokheimer. <laughs> so, well, you guys got anything else? That's it. Or you we take have- eighty from two hundred. <laughs> you make a deal. <laughs> <laughs> we we have broken this down with a modern eye. It's time to give it modern day ratings. AJ, we're going to start with you. What do you think about this with a modern day eye, and what's your rating? I, you know, there's there's a point where I. I just surrender to this movie, I think. It's very easy for this movie to just disarm me because um, uh, for everything that it is, 
for the most part, the character of Memphis Reigns and being played by Nicolas Cage seems like this normal guy. And I love that aspect of this movie, even though there's a lot of just crazy things happening around him. Um, a guy who got out of a life and uh, that he needed to walk away from, and then he comes right back into it. And I, I don't know. I, I, I still really enjoy watching this movie a lot. Do I buy into it like I used to? No, I don't. Um, but that being said, um, I, I really enjoy the, like, the casting. I like the characters. I like the way that they're played. Um, and it's just a damn good time. So I think I'm going to go ahead and give this a 7.9. 7.9 for the age. Sean, what about you, man? Yeah, um, I think uh, I wanted to talk about that the tank thing too, the uh, like the propane yeah, or whatever, yeah. the, the huge tank that's like flying everywhere. That's really fucking badass, and we didn't really t- get to talk about that. It was just they pulled that around on wires and added the uh, pro- or like the mist in, in post. Um, all the, all like the, the stunts and everything were practical. I I love that about it. I love seeing the uh, the actors in the cars doing these stunts and pulling this off. Um, the story, like I said uh, in the episode, is 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 pretty cohesive. Like it it, it could have totally gone off the rails. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is going on, and that makes this bad. And I think if it would have done that, I don't think I would like it as much. But yeah, I, I agree with AJ. It kind of I, it, you get in enwrapped in it, and uh, I I like being in this world. I like Nick Cage in this. Um, I like all the character actors, uh, the 2000s actors in this a lot. Um. Yeah. I and I. Twenty five percent is horrendous. That this movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. This movie is so much better than that. And it's not even that great of a movie. But it's. It doesn't deserve that at all. I think I'm going to give this a seven point four. Seven point four for Sean. I, it, this one's tough for me because it's it's definitely not my favorite cage. I I just some something about the two thousands movies every once in a while like the music sometimes just gripes at me a little bit the the shots the edginess oh yeah we're so edgy and cool all the characters and something about that drives me drives me down uh, and I just I'm not a car guy so this doesn't fucking give me a boner like <laughs> <laughs> Shelby GT five hundred the, the GT five hundred yeah. the GT five hundred it just it doesn't do that the storyline's kind of like I I look, let's get it straight I love the action I think the action's incredible in this the story's just kind of like the uh, so for some reason, this one just kind of struck me a little wrong. I'm going to give it actually like a 5.5 to tell you the truth. It's Dang. not it. Something about it just doesn't do it for me. Maybe it's maybe it's just whatever, but I can't rate this. Yeah, I can't rate it higher than Fast and the Furious. That's what okay. I'm trying to tell you. OK, <laughs> That's uh, and we do have David Gould, executive producer. Uh, he says Toretto may have family, but even still to this day, I think I would still rather have a cookout with Memphis and his crew. Some movies you watch to think, some to make you laugh, and others to cry, but this movie is pure popcorn, and I love it. The editing is concise. Nicolas Cage shows off his full range from serious to chaotic, and the balance of action, comedy, and one-liner still makes for a good time that I can shut my brain off and suspend the logic that nobody goes to prison. After all these years, I still follow, I still love this film. I don't care that it looks like a mop on top of Angelina Jolina's head or that Joe Pena was extremely typecast. Call it hometown pride, call it foolishness, call it pure nostalgia, but my modern day rating is an 8.67. Damn. Also, did AJ do his dazed and confused monologue? If not, it would have been a lot cooler if he did. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, right. missed it there. So luckily, you guys did bring my my uh, score up, so we are a 7.37, which is going to take us on the list of all the movies we've done. 7.37 
is kind of kind of middle of the pack, a little above middle of the pack. That is going to be just above Clue, just below Armageddon. Wow. Is how we feel. This about didn't this. go above Armageddon, Armageddon. Has a higher score than gone, and I, mm. for some reason, I'm fine with that. Like I'm, personally, I'm a little, I'm a little I'm disappointed that it's higher than Clue, but. It's a different movie. I'm conflicted it's a about Armageddon. Different movie. Well, that is what it is. So that was it, guys. If you disagree, you should go check out our ratings. You should see what else you disagree with. Because if you disagree with this, probably going to disagree with some other stuff. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Thanks for being here. Tune in next week as we say a sad goodbye to May of Band Cage oh, with Con Air. Yes. Mm. But Hell before yes. that, you're going to get a special bonus episode. We are reviewing Burt Kreischer's new movie, The Machine. We're going to see it Thursday night. You're going to have your review ready to roll next uh, on Friday morning there for you. And then we got a Patreon vote coming up. Starship Troopers. Uh, I took it, huh? Oh, it's going to start June off. So if you are new to the podcast, go back this time. Last year, Predator. Hell yeah. It was a great fun one. episode. It great episode. Fun episode. And don't forget, we do have a voicemail. Call us at 319-804-9596. Leave us some feedback like today's caller. This is Jerry from Austin, Texas. First off, AJ, fuck you for not liking uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> I love that movie, but, you know, opinions are opinions. Um, but I just want to say that uh, I listened to the Art and Get an episode. Loved it. It was great. Um, it is weird to hear... Steven Tyler sing a song about, you know, Liv Tyler getting banged by Ben Affleck. But that's neither here nor there. Um, but I just want to mention that uh, there's a movie that I think you guys should definitely review. I'm pretty sure you're going to review it. Uh, True Lies with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, Hell yes. I'm watching it right now, and I think it's fucking great film. Um, Tom Arnold's funny in this movie. Uh, there's a nice blend of comedy and action. Um, just having the two hottest ladies, Tia Carrera and Jim mm. uh, Lee Curtis, just in the movie was like, oh, my God, you know, during my teenage years. So, um, but I know you guys are going to review it, but I just want to say, like, guys are awesome, you know? Um, jumped in with uh, the movie Big. You Just the line alone of Mike saying, Mike, Tom Hanks is an excellent rapist, and Sean just saying, uh, no, I think that's Stephanie. That's <laughs> That got me in, so I just want to say thank you and and just love you guys. Um, keep doing the great great work you do in, in in podcast world, and I'll keep listening. All right, later, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Jerry. Yeah, uh, True Lies. Thanks for popping that back into our brains. That needs. I to think be it done. was up for a Patreon vote, and I don't think it won. Wow, I, I okay. believe. But I mean, we will. We will. We will, we will get right. to it. All right. Well, hey, Jerry, uh, fuck you very much, too. <laughs> uh, thank you guys all very much for listening. Thanks for calling in, man. Seriously. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously. No, seriously. Uh, but yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening to the show. Um, make sure you're checking us out on all those social media outlets at Confused Breakfast. Just search for Confused Breakfast anywhere, right? Make sure you're looking us up on YouTube because we're doing all sorts of fun things here in person. Yeah. And uh, by all means, leave us a five-star review, guys. We really appreciate it. We love reading them. It brightens our day when we get to read those uh, or five stars on Spotify. Go to ConfusedBreakfast.com and look at our merch. You can get some shirts. You can get some koozies. You can get some sweatshirts. I think you can get those those little uh, sponge guys with the smiley face. I think you can get our, our logo on those. Okay. Uh, so sponges, uh, go to ConfusedBreakfast.com as well and see our ratings, see how this fared uh, uh, individually and uh, overall show. Wow, good. Thank <laughs> you.
Go check us out, patreon.com slash confusedbreakfast, so you can listen to all the bonus audio content. If you made it this far, you clearly like listening to us. So you need more. You go sign up at Patreon, listen to those, vote on upcoming movies. And we are produced by Upload Media Group here in CD Rapids. We got Craig on the controls. Yeah. Celebrating Hobie Days today, and we are uh, on the Cloud 10 iHeart Podcast Network. Uh, you can learn more at cloud10.fm. I'm going to put the joke belt back for next episode, which is Con Air. We'll see you then. See ya. I'm going to go see if my car's got a, a door ding in it. Yeah. <laughs>